Hello, testing one, two, three. Hello, come in. If you can hear me, come in. Unit one to unit five, come in. Unit one to unit 12, come in. Hmm, must be a shift change. Hey, 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 everybody, what's up? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night um, to all of you out there. I am Rico Amor Monroe, and you are listening to yet another episode of the Ram Commentary Podcast. And I first want to apologize because usually I record the episodes on the weekend so I can have them ready for Monday, but the past weekend, excuse me, this past weekend um, was very busy for me. Um, I took part in a awards night slash graduation for a couple of students that are affiliated with a coworker of mine down at my job. Um, we all know that COVID-19 stopped a lot of celebrations, i.e. grad bashes and, and proms and graduations for many high school and college students. So my coworker, Dr. Will, thought it would be nice to turn his um, annual um, his annual awards night celebration into a big extravagant graduation. So I was able to be a part of that. So that took up my Saturday um, evening and night. And then Sunday, I went ahead and went to church. And um, I had started recording, but, you know, the situation had happened. And that was a bulk of my, that was a bulk of my episode. But, you know, ever since the thing cleared up, I was able to go ahead and just say, you know, look, let me just scrap that part of the episode and re-record something for you all. So when I sat down and I thought about what I could say or what I would talk about, I asked a few friends of mine, you know, what should the topic be about? You know, what can I talk about? What would be relevant in this week's episode? And, you know, they both said the same thing. Now, mind you, they don't even know each other. And they both said, you know, talk about the LGBT community and the black community and, you know, the trans community. And then, you know, I thought about it again. I said, you know what? That's the perfect topic that I can start this podcast off with because everybody is so black lives matter, black lives matter, black lives matter. And of course, black lives matter, but. Honestly, all black lives matter. And when I say that, that means queer lives matter, gay lives matter, um, black trans lives matter. Um, We all matter. So I thought about something else. With all these different protests going on and and, um, uh, different activities going on in the name of the Black Lives Matter movement in George Floyd, it made me think about something. If George Floyd was a transgender woman, would there be this kind of support, 
national recognition or just any type of movement of this state. Honestly, and we could all answer this and say, no. If George Floyd was a transgender woman, she would have not had this type of media. Um, she would have not had this type of coverage or anything like that. Um, I want to go ahead and, and talk some numbers because whether you all know this or not, nine times out of ten, some of y'all don't, so we can't really fault y'all for not knowing. But being black is hard. Being black and gay is hard. And when you are black and you are transgender, that's even harder. And since there isn't that much of a, 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 a outrage or media cover when one of my trans brothers or sisters are killed, you all would know that back in 2019, there were at least 26 deaths of transgender or gender non-conforming people in the U.S. due to fatal violence, and the majority of them were black transgender women. Y'all wouldn't know that because we don't have that media coverage. We don't get that same support when it comes down to people like me. I know for a fact there were a bunch of black gay men who were killed last year, very violent deaths, and nobody knew anything about them. And some of them passed away from the most horrific fates that anybody could face. And going back to the to to my transgender sisters, I knew two. I knew one personally and I saw the other one in passing. They were from Florida. I live in South Florida. One lived in Miami. One was killed Kiki, she was killed in Miami and all she got was a story one time or maybe twice on the news. Okay, that's it. I believe the person who killed her um, was arrested, but I'm not sure. Was justice served? I'm not sure, but nine times out of ten, I don't think so. And then the other one, Beloved, out of the area of Palm Beach, she was just brutally murdered. She was shot, tied, and and burnt in her car. And for her to be such a pretty young lady... The way she went out was very tragic. Did I see the news? Did I see a media cry? Did, did I see a, a, a justice march or anything for B-Love? No. If it wasn't for her friends, her many friends, no one would have knew about B-Love. B-Love's deaths, I'm sorry. Nobody would have known. We are only in the, what, sixth month of 2020? And, you know... What, what what website am I reading? The Human Rights Campaign website is telling me that 2020 has already seen at least 12 gender, I mean 12 transgender or gender non-conforming people fatally shot or killed by 
other violent means. Do we know about these women or men? No. I think the only name that I recognize from this list of 12 is a woman by the name of Nina Pop. And she was a black transgender woman who was killed in Missouri on May 3rd. Um, she was deeply loved by her family, friends, and community, according to her Facebook page. Now, the reason why I know of her is because a Facebook friend of mine's boyfriend is her best friend. So, that's the only reason why I was able to put two and two together. They're talking about, you know, Nina Pop. There was no outrage. There was no um, Black Lives Matter movements. There were There were no protests. And my whole thing is... Why? All black lives matter. Um, I was reading yesterday that the reason was somebody um, said on one of my Facebook posts, oh, the reason why a lot of transgender people are killed is because they trick the men. And I took offense to that because I am close with quite a few transgender people. I have a trans sister and one of my children are trans. Um, so I have a, I have a connection with, with the trans community. So when you say things like, oh, well, they trick men and, and, and this is that and the third love, I can tell you right now, I may not be trans, but I can tell you right now, nine times out of 10, they know, they know that, um, excuse me, I need to my drink. They know that when they meet up with my trans brothers or sisters, that they're trans. They don't have to trick anybody. That's the cop-out excuse. Same way the police use, oh, I was in fear for my life. So that's why I shot. That's that's a cop-out excuse. And that's a piss-poor excuse. Like, there is no reason why everybody can't get the same justice or have the same media um, coverage. Um, I think it was last year, the only person who really got somewhat like a level one compared to George's floor level 10 media coverage was Malaysia Booker and Malaysia Booker was out of Texas and you know she was she first went viral a month before her death because um she was attacked by black people because of a situation I guess she got in a car accident or this is that and the third and she was immediately attacked by people of her own race her own ethnicity black on black crime they beat her she did not want to become a public figure but when you have a situation like that she was pushed into the limelight what happened not even a month later she was found dead in the street now they say that these two incidents are unrelated but that's 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 a big ass coincidence did she receive justice I don't think so let me check my facts I do not think she received justice I know they arrested somebody as a person of interest but they did let them go same thing with be love they they arrested a person of interest and then they let them go justice was not served and it, and it makes no sense to me because why does the black community jump behind the Sandra Bland's and, and, and the George Floyd's and, and, and um, who else? There's so many names out there. The Breonna Taylor's. 
But then when it comes down to the the B loves or the Malaysia Bookers or the Nina Pops or the the China Duprees, nobody says anything. Nobody is hurt. Is it because we're gay? Is it because they're trans? It just makes no sense to me. And it's honestly not fair. It's honestly not fair because I, I truly and honestly believe that if um, uh, my trans brothers and sisters got the same um, media coverage or had the same support as everybody else, justice will be served in all these cases. Justice will really be served in all these cases if we made noise. Now, we can go about it two different ways. As a black community, I just want to say any and everybody out there who genuinely supports me, um, in spite of me being gay, I love y'all so much. Thank y'all. If something was to ever happen to me, I want y'all to rally for me. Knock on wood. But if something was to happen to me, I want y'all to rally. I want y'all to be upset because I'm going to tell y'all right now. I know I have a personality on me and I know sometimes I can have like a little nice nasty thing going on. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to police, I, I can respect authority. I can. And with me being a black man, I'm going to tell y'all straight up. Back in 2015, I had a run in. I had run ins with the police. Well, not run-ins. It was one situation when I was in a stolen car with somebody. And it just so happened, as soon as I got in the car, when he picked me up from my house, we get down the street from my house. And I'm asking him, yo, why are we being pulled over? He's like, oh, I don't know. Whole time the nigga had me in a stolen car. But you know what happened to me that really shook me up? When they asked me to get out of the car, I had just had my, 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 my Folocks in. They were down my back. So I looked at like a thug. Low key. They didn't, they didn't know I was gay, but I know from the back, I have all this hair. I'm a black man. They told me to get out of the car. I turned around to face them. Immediately was demanded to turn back around and place my hands on my head. Y'all, I know I can be... I can be extra or sometimes you may feel like I may um, exaggerate things. But I tell y'all this. There were at least 10 to 12 different guns pointing at me. I'd lie to you not. This happened right after Sandra Bland. I will never forget it. If I would have made the wrong move, I would have been out of here. You understand what I'm saying? And ever since then, I was, I, I'm not going to lie, I was scared. I don't understand. I don't know how some people can keep having these run-ins with the law because that one time, that shook me. And thank God that, 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 that the guy at the time told them, okay, look, Rico doesn't know that this car is stolen. I literally just picked him up. He doesn't know. They let me go. Y'all, I was... Um, maybe a five minute car ride away from my house. So imagine that walk. 
they wanted to take me home. I didn't even want to be in the back of the police car. I told them, no, I walked. I walked home. They let me go and I walked home. And that's something I will never forget. Because like I said, if I would have made the wrong move, if I would have said the wrong thing, it could have been me. My name could have been next. And nobody would have known because there were no cameras out there. It's my word or their word against my dead body. And it would have just been another cold case. So that's why it's like, oh, and then too, people would have found out, oh, well, he was gay. He probably was being extra. Nobody would have stood up. I'm sure my friends would have, and my family would have, of course. But there wouldn't be no this outrage like they have for George Floyd or now that they're having for the Breonna Taylors. And, 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 and I don't mean no disrespect, but like, I'm going to say it, I'm going to keep saying If it was a gay man or a black trans woman, would there be this major outcry for or demand for justice? No. Um, I recorded the rest of this episode on Sunday. We're going to see how it plays out y'all i hope y'all enjoy it um once again forgive me and um yeah enjoy the rest of the episode lord now while we on the topic of black lives matter and 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 whatnot trina faced major major backlash last week when she decided to take it upon herself to be live on air while millions of people okay let me stop not millions of people but maybe like a couple hundred or maybe a couple thousand people was listening to her because you know people really ain't featuring the trick and trina show yeah they legends and all this other stuff but they could have had that show somewhere on 89.5 or or one of the, or, or on one of them back end stations, but that's neither here nor there. But yeah, she faced major backlash when she um made some comments about the whole Black Lives Matter movement and the protests and whatnot. I'm gonna pull up a story. Um, it says the Miami MC made remarks while speaking with fellow rapper trick daddy which is the host let me see what she said she said basically they need to make the curfew at 6 p.m keep everybody off the street these animals off the streets they are running around miami acting like they have escaped from a zoo lock them up at 5 p.m so the streets can be nice and clean that's how i feel um Trina then went on to explain that looters have hit her friend's shop in the area and that regardless of her friend having insurance, her pal still has a family like millions has been uh, held up for months and is ready to open back up. So on the front end, I can understand why she was mad. And I think that in a way, people probably blew what she said out of proportion. The animal part, I will say this, I don't agree with her calling people animals, but 
I do feel like people have taken this opportunity to go ahead and 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 steal basically and and ruin um when I posted the last episode at that time there were only a few states that had you know began their peaceful protests and 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 their different movements but a week later and we've seen action in all 50 states which is amazing but not all that action has been positive action like i was saying people are are taking this time to steal um they are not doing it in the name of george floyd they are not doing it for justice they are literally stealing now calling people animals i don't agree with but running around i've seen multiple videos of people just just flat out stealing just breaking stuff and i understand we're all upset don't get me wrong i understand we are all upset but some of these businesses are black owned some of these businesses have nothing to do with with the racial injustice and, and the death of George Floyd or they're doing it in the name of Ahmad or in the name of Brianna. They're just they're just bored. And we already been on um lockdown for the last couple of months. So for us to have just tried to get back to our normal way of life, these looters come along and they're basically destroying everything. She received major black back, excuse me, she received major backlash for her comments. Um, they called to cancel her. I even made a few jokes on my Facebook. I feel as though she shouldn't be on the radio. The apology that she gave, it was it was just rehearsed and I didn't feel it. And it sucks because I used to like Trina. I, I love like maybe four or five of her songs. But I like Trina. But when when you feel that type of way about the own your own situation, your own people, that's crazy. Because even when it comes down to Kaya, Kaya done said multiple things about this girl. She has said multiple things about um, her mother who just passed away. And Kaya, I mean, excuse me, and Trina did not have that same anger or hurt that, that, that we heard and felt with these comments when she barely addressed Kaya about her comments. So if you were gonna be upset about anything, be upset about that. Be upset about your brother. Um, and I'm sorry y'all, I'm looking out the window and something just distracted me. But yeah, if you're gonna be upset about something, be upset about those things. Keep that same energy when you, when you see or go through other things that you can respond to in the way that you responded to this type of uh, situation. And you got to be very careful when when you talk. I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm looking at my phone right now trying to figure out what I'm going to talk about next. Let me pull up my, um, my um, notes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So like I was saying, you got to be very careful at these times because everybody is so sensitive and they're, they're waiting for any reason to try to basically cancel somebody. Um, 
I know Lil Nas on Twitter, they were coming at him sideways because he didn't make his statement in Twitter's time frame. So he felt like he had to make a little statement. And I, I noticed that that's what a lot of people are doing. They're being bullied into making statements and putting their support behind, you know, different movements. And I think it should just be organic. But at, but at the same time, when it comes down to people like Trina, you got to be mindful of what you say because you can say the wrong thing and that be it for you. And with that being said, the person who really um, surprised me was the girl, Billy Irish or Illish. I don't know how to say the girl name. I don't like her. I don't care for her music. It always makes me just want to go run out in traffic or jump from the nearest building. It's so depressing. But of course, I want to love my life. But she came out and said um, she made this whole post on her Instagram and I'm going to read some of it because people have this thing and her, her thing was all lives matter. Well, why are people saying all lives matter? And going back to the cloud nine situation, that's how Deborah summed up her apology. She, instead of saying black lives matter, she said all lives matter. And you can't, you can't answer a black lives matter statement or, or something like that with all lives matter. Cause it's like, bitch, you missing the point. But, some of the things she said in her five-page post was, if all lives matter, why are black people killed for just being black? Why are immigrants persecuted? Why are white people given opportunities that people of other races aren't? Why is it okay for white people to protest literally being asked to stay at home while carrying semi-automatic weapons? Why is it okay for black people to be called thugs for protesting the murder of innocent people? Do you know why? White fucking privilege. She was like, does white privilege affect Hispanic people, Native American, Asian people? Yes, for sure it does. A thousand percent. Um, but right now, in this moment, we have to address hundreds of years of oppression of black people. The slogan of Black Lives Matter does not mean other lives don't. It's calling attention to the fact that society clearly thinks black lives don't fucking matter. They do. It means black lives matter. Say his name, George Floyd. And like I said, with that post, I was surprised because I thought this bitch was on something else. But that goes to show you that you can't judge a book by its cover. Um, so, instead of Billy being canceled, Trina has been canceled. I don't know what the future is going to be for her. I don't even think they're going to bring her back. A smart bitch. I'm sorry. Smart people wouldn't bring somebody like Trina back to the radio because they already have low ratings. They already have low ratings. And there's nobody new in there to give it like a new spin. So I don't think they're going to bring her back for um, another contract or another year of the show because it's already trash. But we'll have to see. Let's move right along with the next story. We're going to switch gears. Um, for those of you who do not know, I am single. But I am also a hopeless romantic. I don't know if that's the Leo in me or, or what, but I just love the thought of love, the feeling of love, the sight of love, whether you're gay, straight, black, white. If you're in love, if you have somebody out there and y'all in it, that's a beautiful thing. It's going to be ups and downs. And, 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 and at the end of the day, it's going to be something very beautiful. 
So, yeah, I'm a hopeless romantic. I love R&B music, especially from the 90s, because it gives you a sense of, uh, or the feel of what that love was like back then. Like, they, they went through things, they got through things, and they came out stronger. And uh, I still believe that me being 25 in the future, I will be able to say the same thing. I will be able to have a solid relationship with somebody out there. And, you know, they're going to love me for me. I know uh, I've tried changing myself for somebody. I tried dumbing myself down for somebody. I tried um, putting on and, 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 and be something that I'm not for somebody. And at the end of the day, who really suffered? Me. So I said that to say this to anybody out there that's listening. Y'all are perfect just the way y'all are. You're going to find somebody that's going to love you for you. Love all your flaws. They, they love the course that make you you. They love everything about you. They love your craft. They, they love you from the, the hair on your head to the nails on your toes. So you don't have to change anything about yourself. To, 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 to try to make somebody else happy or to try to get somebody to like you. Just be yourself. I pride myself on always being my authentic self 24-7. Um, no matter who's in the room, Rico is going to be Rico. And I know for me personally, my next boyfriend is probably listening to, I hope he's listening to um, my podcast and supporting me, but it's going to take somebody strong to tame somebody like me. I'm a Leo and I'm, I'm, I'm every sense of the sign. I know people don't believe, some people don't believe in that whole sign thing, but y'all, it's real. It is so real. And it's like, you can't even make it seem like it's not real because it's real, like, <laughs> dead ass. Um, I was gonna tell y'all about the story with Chris Tucker and NDR Reed, but after fact checking, I found out that that is a lie. Chris Tucker and NDR Reed do not date. But, um, Justice Smith from The Get Down and Nicholas Ash from Queen Sugar, both males, have come out for Pride Month and are a couple. Um, I never saw The Get Down, but I do watch Queen Sugar. Queen Sugar is a, is an amazing show and Nicholas plays the, the, the son of the, the sister, the light-skinned sister. What is that girl name? The one who ran for the city office and won. So that's who he plays. I always knew I liked him. I don't even like Red Boys, but it was something about him that I was like, you know what? Let me pay attention to him. And I'll be damned. Him and his boyfriend came out and, um, you know, they went public about their relationship. And now they are a couple. I wish them nothing but the best. Gay love is the best love. And yeah, right after that, we have the brat coming out as a lesbian after 25 years. She said, it feels like a weight has been lifted. <laughs> now, baby girl, baby girl, I don't know who you thought you could have been fooling all these years, but we knew. We knew, and that's no that's no shade. Everybody knew, but if you feel like 25 years later, you can finally be happy and say, y'all, I'm a lesbian, then 
you know, congratulations to you on coming out. And also congratulations to you and your girlfriend. This the girl Juju or Juvie, the one who got the little hair drop product. So that's an amazing thing to see. Congratulations to both of the couples. Um, I wish them nothing but the best. Like I said, gay love is the best love. And and I'm not even going to be shady with this. Hold on, is this the last one? No, I'm not going to. Yeah, it's the last one. I'm not going to be shady with this last little bit. But if Delicious can find a man who can wife her, and she been ran through more than a football field and a baseball field combined, I know there's somebody out there for me. I just know I'm not wild enough. I'm not crazy enough like delicious but if she can get a man and get somebody to put a ring on it bitch i know i can i know i can candy went to her wedding looked like she was a bridesmaid that's beautiful that's beautiful she also said that the market is closed everybody and their mama from what i've seen over the years has been through the delicious market and i'm more than sure we're happy that it's closed down because at one point it was going to be like she is old goods because now baby you got to slow it down it ain't work with flavor flame you went you went on the date moment after that but now you got a nice husband he look like he don't play the radio um look like he'll beat her ass too hashtag no domestic violence but he don't look like he played the radio i don't know but i just made a little drink and drink and we'll drink to that Mm. Mm. Oh, that was good. That was good, y'all. Lord, let's move on to the last and final topic of this week's Ram Commentary. <laughs> you know what? I was going to talk about something, but I'm going to let Beyonce go ahead and speak on it. Thank you, President Obama and Mrs. Obama, for including me in this very special day. And congratulations to the class of 2020. You have arrived here in the middle of a global crisis, a racial pandemic, and worldwide expression of outrage at the senseless killing of yet another unarmed black human being. And you still made it. We're so proud of you. Thank you for using your collective voice and letting the world know that black lives matter. The killings of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and so many others have left us all broken. It has left the entire country searching for answers. We've seen that our collective hearts, when put to positive action, could start the wheels of change. Yeah, she looks so good. Real change has started with you. This new generation of high school and college graduates who we celebrate today. Congratulations. Experience college like some of you. Or the campus parties that left you struggling the next day in class. Mm -hmm. Although that could have been fun. It was but my girl. parents did teach me the value of education, how to be authentic in my actions, and how to celebrate individuality and the importance of investing in myself. Dear graduates. Please remember to take a little bit of time to give thanks to your family members and the community who's been such a big support system for you. 
You are achieving things your parents and grandparents never could imagine for themselves. You are the answer to a generation of prayers. Now, some of you might be the first in your family to graduate from college. Maybe you did not follow the path that was expected of you. And you probably questioned everything about your decision. But know that stepping out is the best thing you can do for self-discovery. I know how hard it is to step out and bet on yourself. There was a pivotal turning point in my life when I chose to build my own company many years ago. I had to trust that I was ready and that my parents and mentors provided me with the tools I needed to be successful. But that was terrifying. The entertainment business is still very sexist. It's still very male dominated. And as a woman, I did not see enough female role models given the opportunity to do what I knew I had to do, to run my label and management company, to direct my films and produce my tours. That meant ownership. Come on, Queen. Owning my art, owning my future, and writing my own story. Not enough black women had a seat at the table. So I had to go and chop down that wood and build my own table. Period. Then I had to invite the best there was to have a seat. That meant hiring women, men, outsiders, underdogs, people that were overlooked and waiting to be seen. Many of the best creatives and business people who, although supremely qualified and talented, were turned down over and over as executives at major corporations because they were female or because of racial disparity. And I've been very proud to provide them with a place at my table. One of the main purposes of my art for many years has been dedicated to showing the beauty of black people to the world, our history, our profundity, and the value of black lives. I've tried my best to pull down the veil of appeasement to those who may feel uncomfortable with our excellence. To the young women, our future leaders, know that you're about to make the world turn. I see you. You are everything the world needs. Make those power moves. Be excellent. And to the young kings, lean into your vulnerability and redefine masculinity. Lead with heart. There's so many different ways to be brilliant. I believe you and every human being is born with a masterful gift. Don't make the world make you feel that you have to look a certain way to be brilliant. Mm -hmm. And no, you don't have to speak a certain way to be brilliant. But you do have to spread your gift around the planet in a way that is authentically you. To all those who feel different, if you're a part of a group that's called Other, a group that does not get the chance to be center stage, build your own stage mm. and make them see you. Your queerness is mm. beautiful. Your blackness is beautiful. Your compassion, your understanding, your fight for people who may be different from you is beautiful. Come on, queen. I hope you continue to go into the world and show them that you will never stop being yourself, that it's your time now. Make them see you. Now, if you've ever been called dumb, unattractive, overweight, unworthy, untalented, well, so have I. Whatever you do, don't let negativity of people projecting their own self-doubts on you deter you from your focus. Mm -hmm. I know those moments are painful and you're human and it hurts like hell, but now is the time to turn those criticisms into fuel and motivation to become a beautiful beast. Respect is everything. 
There's no successful relationship without respect, mm -hmm. nor a successful movement if the basic principle is not respect. The world will respect you as much as you respect yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm often asked, what's your secret to success? The shorter answer, put in that work. There may be more failures than victories. Yes, I've been blessed to have 24 Grammys, but I've lost 46 times. That mm. meant rejection 46 times. Please don't ever feel entitled to win. Just keep working harder. Surrender to the cards you are dealt. It's from that surrender that you get your power. Losing can be the best motivator to get you even bigger wins. So never compare yourself to anyone else. Mm -hmm. There will be wins and losses. There will be tears and laughter. Mm -hmm. You'll feel the shades of life deeply. Now with success comes challenges. With your wins, you may start to notice people spending a lot of energy trying to tear you down. Mm -hmm. Try not to take it personally. Unfortunately, it's something that comes along with success. Whenever you feel like you're not in control or the world is against you, let that vulnerability motivate you into greatness. Mm -hmm. That's how I found my true self. I remain a work in progress, and that's the beauty of growth. I've been happiest when I let go and allow life to show me the next move. When you bet on yourself, you're making an investment into your own future. When you choose to spend your valuable time thinking, speaking, typing negative thoughts, you're investing in something that will give you absolutely no return in your investment. Class of 2020, every thought in your mind is powerful. Every word you speak is powerful. Every action you take has consequences for yourself and your community. Look what you've been able to do in the last 14 days. We've seen the power of the collective. We've seen what happens when we join for the same cause. Please continue to be the voice for the voiceless. Mm -hmm. Never forget, we can disagree in a way that is productive to arrive at decisions that foster real change. And if you make a mistake, that's okay too. But we all have a responsibility to hold ourselves accountable and change. Whatever the world looks like in 10 years and 20 years, part of that is up to you. Mm -hmm. I urge you to let this current moment push you to improve yourself in all areas of your life, at work, at home, activism, spirituality, wherever you can find hope, follow it. And remember, you are never alone. Lean on that strength of togetherness. Keep the collective strong. Stay focused. Don't talk about what you're going to do. Don't just dream about what you're going to do. Don't criticize somebody else for what they're not doing. You be it. Be about it. Be about that action and mm -hmm. go do it. Keep your eye on your intention. Don't let any outside distraction or your own insecurity stop you from your goals. Mm -hmm. Embrace that struggle. Surviving that struggle will strengthen you. This is a crucial time in our history and in your life. The earth is ripping that band-aid off so we can really see our wounds, so we can acknowledge and nurture them. That's when true healing begins. You can be that leader we all need. Mm -hmm. You can lead the movement that celebrates humanity. My prayer for you is that you invest in yourself and see the value of giving back and building your community the best way you can. I pray that you continue to celebrate and value lives that appear different than your own. 
I know you are ready to start one of the most important journeys of your life. You are at the brink of a huge world shift. Look how far you've come and how much you contributed. Keep pushing. Forget the fear. Forget the doubt. Keep investing and keep betting on yourself. And congratulations. Lord. Y'all, that was none other than the queen. Queen B. Yonce News. Got her. Uh, so, yeah, that's so crazy. I just thought I'd play that. I just watched that for the first time as y'all was hearing it. And she spoke to me. I know that's the... She um, addressed the class of 2020. And, um, you know, was the one of the commencement speakers, you know, per President Obama and Mrs. Obama. So, yeah, I thought I'd share that because she said a lot of things, noticing now that we all can resonate with whether we're graduates or not and um i want to add something on to that before i get out of here you're perfect you're perfect you don't have to change anything about yourself you are just fine the way you are if you want to make some little tweaks that's on you but but know that you're perfect you're exactly who you need to be when you need to be and where you're supposed to be you understand? Everything happens for a reason. And we're all going to get to where we're supposed to go when it is our time. I love y'all so much for listening. Um, make sure y'all share me around. Um, y'all can find me on Instagram at Irico Monroe. And then y'all can follow my entertainment slash business page at IRAM underscore underscore entertainment. And until next time, love and light, y'all. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Lord, but on some real shit, I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in with me and this week's Ram Commentary. See y'all next week. I keep it real. I'm a G. You know me. I'm from the beat. I keep it real. I'm a G. Me, I'm from the beat, spell it out, M-O-N, throw it up, R-O-E Spell it out, M-O-N, throw it up, R-O-E Spell it out, M-O-N, throw it up, R-O-E I love y'all so much for listening I know it's been a long time coming But it's only up from here Yeah